0: this time on The Popular Parallax.
1: Imagine a race of beings possessed of one mind, driven by one will, intent on one purpose, to seize our past and control our future.
0: Our favorite villains of all time Hi, I'm Jericho Lala and with me, you don't need to see her identification. It's Bunny Sunnydale. Sup Bunny. Not much, how are you? I'm pretty good. Good. We've just been thinking thinking about what makes a sci fi movie the best. It's the villain. Yes. Right? That's you if there's no villain, no one you know, you can't root for the hero if they're not battling someone. No, then it's just boring. And to make a great Sci-fi or fantasy movie, you have to have a great villain.
1: I'm not gonna watch a good guy do nothing. I mean, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Why don't I just hang out at a church bake sale?
0: But uh, exactly, what is it that we're looking for? What makes a really good villain that might be scary but still fun?
1: I think they have to be. They have to be scary and smart. They have to. I want to
0: feel like they could win.
1: Yeah, they can't have. Unless it's like a James Bond movie. But for the most part, like, they need a decent plan. Like, something that they can pull off,
0: not... You want to sort of like them in spite of yourself a little bit. Even if you're just loving that you're hating them. Yeah. You have to be into them. There have to be stakes. And I feel like sometimes movies don't want to overshadow the star. So they don't have someone equal to the star, and then it's a total letdown. Because yeah. if it's not a fair fight, you need somebody who might overshadow the hero once in a while, not the whole time. Because it hat. has to come on, <laughs> it has to be an equal fight. But someone who you think can take it.
1: Yeah, you can't. It has to be balanced. And both have to be interesting. You can't just be, oh, this is the bad guy. He's doing bad things. Why? Who knows who cares? Yeah, just kill him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hurry up and kill him and save the day. Yeah.
0: You want to, you know, sometimes, you know, you go, oh, thank God, they're dead, even though I enjoyed it. But sometimes I'm a little mixed. Yeah. If the bad guy goes down because they were so great. They're so good. They're so great. Now I notice we have a we have a list we're gonna try to get through. <laughs> you, know, you know we do a lot of chit chat. We both seem to agree that if you want a wall tearing, scenery inhaling villain, you go Star Trek or you go home because these guys, I'm gonna say eighty to ninety percent of the time, the villain is on the money for sure. Yeah, and it's a super fun.
1: Yeah, well that's the other thing you can't. You don't want a villain that's so scary. You know, it has to be fun as yeah, well. It can't, like,
0: be, it can't be Hitler. It's a sci-fi <laughs> movie, right? Like, you don't want to yeah. see that. Yeah, you're like, this it's shit too got much. a little too real. This. uh We've put these in a... It's not really in order from favorite to least favorite. No. It's just some favorites we picked. I have to say, there is so many more. That yeah, there's pick. a few I'm like... Ah, yeah, I know. I was mixed, but... Didn't make it to the list. They, these are definitely always on the list So we're going to go with them And we're going to start way back in 1982 With Khan, comma, Wrath of That was his first name, I believe
1: I shall leave you as you left me As you left her my room for all eternity In the center of a dead planet Buried
0: alive Khan! Khan! Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! Oh, so good! Okay, so 1982, Star Trek decides to pick up Ricardo Montalban, who had been on the original series as Khan mm-hmm. for one episode, very famous as well. There weren't that many episodes, and they're all kind of famous, but Space Seed was the episode. It was one of their better episodes, because Star Trek, the original series, up and down. No, it's up and down. (laughs) It's gold. That's a good one. And they were like, they had an original motion picture that was not very successful. And they were like, okay, second time around, let's get this shit together. Yep. I think the first one was very effects-based, and they forgot to write a story, literally. So the second one, they were like, oh yeah, it's Star Trek, we better do something. And boy, did they come back with a vengeance for that second movie. It was like a whole different thing. It was just like, this is what I thought it was going to be like. This is everybody's dreams are coming true right now. (laughs) Ricardo is old. Kirk is old. It doesn't matter. They are back in the saddle. And I really, overall, I think it's one of the strongest yeah. Star Trek movies there are. For sure. Shatner, despite the clip we played, is oddly restrained in this movie. <laughs> he gets to do some real acting, the whole plot line with the kid. He's got this son that he just sort of knew about, but not really. And there's, there's all this talk about aging and getting older. And he's really, it's still Kirk. It's still big but I found it more realistic than he mm-hmm. can be a lot of the time. I think cuz the material was so much better. Yeah. Cuz the thing people forget about shit, he isn't a- he was here at Stratford. He's Yeah. he's an actor and he he is a caricature of himself and all that, but that is in there and he ca- is capable yeah. of it. And I think he and Ricardo just went fucking ape shit on this. Yeah, they
1: just tried to out Act yeah. until it's just insane levels yeah.
0: of of um, spectacular wonderful. entertainment. And you know something's I mean, how many times has this been made fun of? Like Seinfeld yep. did it, but, but that's what happens when something sticks in our collective mind yep. so much because when you first get you, like, Whoa, like it's an opera. It's and I mean they say that a Star Trek, it's a space opera and these bad guys are like larger than life. The hero's larger than life. It's, you know, Horatio Hornblower and all that <laughs> stuff. And they captured that so well in this movie, despite everyone being older than movie stars are.
1: Yeah. Well, they always think, oh, you know, everyone wants to see younger. And they put these young people in and they don't do anything. And they all look the same. Yeah. And it's boring. You get these older guys. I don't care that it's old. You look at Godzilla. Yeah. They redid the Godzilla. They said, oh, Brian Cranston, he's old. Nobody wants to see that. He's in the beginning of the movie, the best part of the movie, and then it hands off to kick ass, and everyone lose interest, <sighs> yeah. and nobody cares. Yeah. Because he's this... too good an
0: actor. You can't just yeah. put him in and then the pull him out.
1: Yeah. They're like, you're old. And I'm like, that was the best thing your movie had going.
0: Yeah. And I mean, these guys have been playing these characters. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Everybody in it does come off well, too. Not just Kirk and, and yeah. Khan. Like, every the guy who played the Sun was excellent. He comes off as kind of a little whiny at first. <laughs> and then you get in, in, you become engaged with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was a very interesting concept, um, which is now being sort of deconstructed by the new movies. A yeah. little too much for my comfort. Mm-hmm. I know I'm an old fogey. <laughs> I did not enjoy the reboot of this whatsoever. I thought they missed the point. Uh, but I do want to give just a special mention to Benedict Cumberbatch coming in, trying to do Con over again, yeah. and he got pretty close. You, you should have let me sleep. <laughs>
1: I'm going to make this very simple for you.
0: Captain. Your crew for my crew. You betrayed us. Oh, you are smart, Mr. Spock. Yeah. And he was was sort of a bit of a saving grace in the film to me. Oh, for sure. But the problem is here, you had a crazy operatic bad guy and this Kirk was no match.
1: No, he didn't. He couldn't. No match. There was no
0: competition. If you're going to
1: try to act off the other. Cumberbatch
0: just inhaled every scene he was in. And I think that's why they didn't use him that much. Because it was just out of sync. Mm -hmm. The best scene in the whole fucking movie is him going to that other ship, taking control, crushing the guy's skull. (laughs) And just, he's the only one that had lines that sounded like they came from Star Trek Mm -hmm. to me. Like that, I hear the ship always goes down with her captain. And it's like, it's stupid, but that's what I wanted. Yeah, Not just like, I was going, hey, bro, what's going on? Like, that sounds, it's what their dialogue is over on the Enterprise. And it's like, that's not right. No. No. Old person talk. I get it. (laughs) People love these new movies. And I don't hate all of them. But that one disappointed me. Because it was this weird Muppet Baby's Wrath of Khan. The stakes were low. And why not remake Space Seed? Because yeah. that's when they were younger. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't just didn't get it. Yeah. But good on uh, Ricardo and good on Benedict, he was given an impossible task, and yeah. I thought he kind of pulled it off. He he was a great villain. He just did he just had no balance. Yeah. And now, <laughs> on to another Star Trek favorite. <laughs> that Bunny picked out. Yep, this is mine. And I'm like, okay. <laughs>
1: The imposter may be identified by scratches on his face. Repeat. The imposter is not to be injured. I'm Captain Kirk. I'm Captain Kirk! I'm Captain Kirk! I'm Captain Kirk! It's my ship! My ship! It's mine! If a man live,
0: then we'll both die. Oh my god, what the hell episode is that? It could be every one. <sighs> uh, I like that it's it's more than one. It's more than one, but now the specific view that you picked was The Enemy Within.
1: Yes, The Enemy Within,
0: and it's a classic Evil Kirk. Yes. Yeah, so the, the villain we're choosing is Evil Kirk. Brandy-drinking, womanizing... <laughs>
1: Eyeliner-wearing, yeah, underlit, yeah.
0: out-of-control madman. Like, makeup uh, like there's is, something wrong with him. He has a fear. <laughs> yeah, he is, like, doused in oil, <laughs> and he's, uh, yeah, the underlit, he's like, ugh, it's like the just, whole time. Yeah, it's
1: just running he around, punching everyone and committed. everything.
0: He's committed. He's just like, oh, yeah. how crazy? This crazy. And you're yep. like, okay, like, I cannot imagine anybody now on primetime TV... <laughs> putting in this kind of literally he seems like he has rabies. He's just <laughs> it's just like offensive cartoon madness and he's just like how high like it's just there's no end to his Yeah, he just goes from, well of energy and he looks like a fool and he's just like fuck that. <laughs> I'm Bill Shatner. Yeah. You're going to eat best. this. A, you're going to eat this up and we I do. do. Yeah, you do. Where's the breadie? You're like what? <laughs> this is a science fiction show. But
1: it was a teller.
0: It was a transporter malfunction. Getting rapey with the nurse and everything. It's like, what is yeah, this? It is Yeah.
1: Stop pretending. Let's have sex. She's yeah. like, I need
0: to go. He's like, but I'm evil. <laughs> and handsy. <laughs> I'm drunk on brandy. We oh, should say, we're upsetting it. She does get away. She gets away. Well, that... Yeah. Let's just... Yeah, it's... That's why it's a little he's junky. He's not that he's, evil. He's, re- well, he's ridiculous is what <laughs> he is. She, like, ends up, like, kicking him in the balls and scratching his face. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes crazy because some lady touched his face. Precious, precious face. <laughs> the maker. Like, it's a lot of tan. Like, yeah. is that, like a bronzer. Like, I that know. is not real. That's not real. He's like, That's Look, what the sun does to my skin. Look how bronzed I, mean. I am. I'm golden. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Something weird going on. And like, the, the good captain has like a shirt with like gold gem stones <laughs> yeah. around the collar. And then the He's bad guy the ship. It keeps ripping his shirt off for no reason. <laughs> oh, there's <laughs> a reason. <laughs> He's like... He's like a uh, primeval Riker. He's just, <laughs> this is where Riker came from. Running through the ship, screaming, punching guys in the face. Yeah, he, he punches every person <laughs> he comes across. Yes,
1: everybody. And then when there's no one standing nearby, he punches walls, yeah. tables, yeah. smashes brandy bottles, just yeah. everything and
0: everyone. Alpha male. Yes. But so, let's say so male... Going into gay territory, <laughs> oh. like it's so much testosterone. It's go because you know that that's a theory, and he seems very attracted to himself oh, more yeah, than like, any of the ladies. There was there's some touching
1: embraces, big like, time. Like when like he- they
0: they last a long time. It's an unnatural embrace. Yeah, with when himself. He, with himself. Yeah, yeah. It's When he finally meets up
1: with Good Kirk and Evil Kirk, meet like. There's some loving glances. Oh yeah, it's just like wow, I am attractive. Yeah, maybe I'll start wearing <laughs> eyeliner regularly because it makes why, my eyes pop.
0: Why the eyeliner? That's evil. Is it? And it's evil. Okay. I, I mean, everybody it's 1966, and it's, it's a weird look to me for 1966. It's a lot. It's like the keys in the Cure. I love not it. A, and it's not subtle. I love it. Okay. <laughs> mm,
1: well, <guy> liner. E-
0: <laughs> A Little. Love it. Continuing on our Star Trek Trek, our final choice. I am the beginning, the end, the one who is many.
1: I am the Borg. I am curious. Do you control the Borg Collective?
0: You imply a disparity where none exists. I am the Collective.
1: Perhaps I should rephrase the question. I wish to understand the organizational relationships. Are you their leader?
0: I bring order to chaos. Ah, First Contact. Oh boy. My second favorite Star Trek film, Mm -hmm. I would say. That's by far the best Next Generation film. It's a fabulous movie. They never touched it again. And Alice Krieg as the Borg Queen. So good. Fabulous, and it was nice to see a lady bad guy and really disturbing. Yeah, she's scary. For for Star Trek, it was dark to me. It was, like, her skin going into that thing and her spine attached to the head. Like, it was a great idea. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and they sort of made her really grossly sexy, but still kind of. Yeah. And I sort of like that they never they never 100% explained what she was or how she had hatched out of this thing. Yeah. Which, to me, I kind of like. I do,
1: yeah. I now, don't like when every single thing's explained sometimes. I like room for yeah. theory
0: and discussion. She, yeah, she knew and, why she existed. Yeah. But she was just like, fuck these I'm not gonna
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna
0: explain myself to you. You know, I'm always there. she's like the god of the Borg, no beginning and no end. She's part of them. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh it's very interesting concept. Uh let's not talk about what happened in Voyager when they used her and used the character and ruined it. Uh, But this was the first time we'd seen the Borg again after Next Generation, and I thought they nailed it. Yeah. Because it wasn't tired out yet and it was scary.
1: Yeah. And the Borg is so good. Yeah, like, it's a well it's them a wonderful them as their, idea. Like as them as their own villain is good. And then to have an even worse, more terrifying kind of
0: yeah. queen of A queen bee, because yeah. they're insects, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Is ju- just makes it that
0: Yeah, this was up there for me with best of both worlds. Yeah. Aunt one, which is Ooh. greatest episode of all time, guys. <laughs> I loved it when they put that out in theaters. Boom! I was there. Oh yeah, for sure. I saw that. With a friend that was not bunny who <laughs> suffered slightly all the way through, but she watched it. She damn well watched that. It was That's the right. greatest show of all time. It was so good. Possibly the greatest cliffhanger ever on television. Yeah. I would go that far. Maybe, you know, there's probably a few more. Like but I that don't care one, who shot JR, but I don't give one fuck about who shot. But that it was that big. It yeah. was that big of a deal. And that- Cliffhanger, and it was over a summer. yep And I was just like, and I was, again, I was a kid. I was like, no. But I also remember thinking, because there was all these, because t- again, not a lot of internet. Yeah. The internet would have spoiled everything. We would have known oh, everything yeah. that was going to happen. But yeah. I do remember saying, you know, Patrick Stewart hasn't signed a new contract. Is it going to be, you know, Riker and this other, this lady? And I was just like, I love Shelby. Because she hated Riker, and I thought that was great. <laughs> but I remember, even as a kid, thinking, if they lose Stewart, the show's over. Yeah. Show's over, right? But, but Riker. Yes, <laughs> but, and he did get better. He did get better. He did get, get better, get better yeah. but not that better. And without Stuart, that show was not a thing. Yeah. I was glad it turned out, but this part two wasn't as fun as part one. It was a pretty good end to a sequel, but that was great, and the movie was just like, here's a little present for you. Yeah. It was wonderful. And it it was a real nice lightning after Generations, which was not that great. It was a disappointment, that first movie after the series. Yeah. Everybody was jacked up. Oh yeah, and you're super excited. And it was like, uh, like it wasn't the worst. No, but it was. But kind it wasn't of what you wanted. It yeah. was It didn't really make sense a lot of the time. We're gonna go into this in another episode because this shit bothered me. Then it was almost like the original series where it was like first movie, iffy second movie, they go, okay, yeah. now we get it. And here it is. Yeah. We know
1: what they want. Here yeah, it is.
0: Yeah. Here we go. And it was, it was a great action movie, but it still had, you know, you cared about everybody. It had the great bad lady. It, it was great. Yeah. All right. On we go. Don't worry. Non-Star Trek people. It's <laughs> over. Okay. But those are, it's always a delightful villain. Oh, Nine out of ten times. Delightful villain. All right, let's move on. This plate must not be calibrated to someone of your... generous...ness. I'll add a few zeros to the maximum weight. You look great, by the way. Very healthy. That jumpsuit you're wearing looks stupid. That's not me talking. It's right here in your file. On other people, it looks fine but right here a scientist has noted that on you it looks stupid. Well, what does a neck-bearded old engineer know about fashion?
1: He probably, oh wait,
0: it's a she. Still, what does she know? Oh wait, it says she has a medical
1: degree in fashion from France. So for our next, we're gonna do GLaDOS from the video game series Portal. She was in Portal 1 and Portal 2 from 2007 and 2011 respectively and she is an AI. She is in charge of testing and maintenance at the Aperture Science facility. The game is a series of puzzles. It's a physics-based puzzle game. You get a little gun and you have to solve the puzzles to progress to the next room. The whole time she is just She's, she's like she, a heckler. She's Yeah, she's yeah. just, you're trying to solve these puzzles, and she's out there, and she's just chirping at you. She's passive aggressive, and she's mean. She's always calling you fat. She's like,
0: hilarious. She is
1: hilarious. Yeah. She's smart, and she's witty, and she's cruel, and she is fucking fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> she's just amazing. Like The whole game is just brought to a whole other level because that character is so amazing.
0: Yeah, and it sort of seems to me now. I'm not. I'm not an expert with <laughs> video games, but watching the footage, it seems like she never stops. No, it's relentless. She it's just unbelievable. She
1: just keeps. She goes keeps into like going. you're an
0: orphan. This is why your parents yeah. left you at the door. You're fat.
1: You're an orphan. Yeah. Nobody loves you. Oh, here's a surprise. You know. Oh, it says right here in the file that you're a loser. Oh, yep. That's a loser. scientist a, wrote that. That's down. A scientific <laughs> fact. You are garbage. <laughs> God, lady. So it's,
0: it's pretty good. Oh, and yeah, that
1: is Ellen McLean who does the voice of yeah, so Glados. Big
0: big ups to just, the actress because yeah, she
1: just she just, keeps sort of she, a
0: nice, light tone to the whole thing. Yeah,
1: she's very cheery and she says all these horrible things with the most pleasant way. Just a, just a terrible AI. She's so mean. <laughs> she's always telling you that you know you finish, you finish the testing, you'll get cake cake's a lie there's no cake no she's a bitch
0: it's like it's like the opposite of data's wonderment in the world (laughs) but the equal intelligence she's like i hate you yeah because but you look good really pretty fat like it's (laughs) it's great
1: because she's smart because a lot of villains their downfall is that they just keep going like they don't know when to stop and then then they die you know, whereas this one, she's got the battle between her and your character, and she gets to a point where she's like, Eh, this isn't worth it. Fucking get out of here. I hate you. Be gone. <laughs> and you're like, oh.
0: <laughs> she's smart too. enough
1: to know, just like, I'm not winning this. I'm tired. Get the fuck out of you."
0: <laughs> well, yeah, she's not going down. No. Nothing's worth that. Nope, so she's just like, eh. Is that like... What, what do you want out of the end of the game? You're trying to
1: defeat her and escape this testing center. Right. But she, the AI's entire purpose is to continue testing. But all the other test subjects are dead and you're the only one that's left. So right. she's just like, yay, it's just you and me, fatty. And she's like, you don't have anywhere to go because no one loves you because you're an orphan. Even your parents didn't want you. <laughs> so does the end of the game
0: involve like unplugging her?
1: There's a big battle and in the first one you think she's dead but then she's not and there's a delightful very popular song during the end credits and you're like this is hilarious <laughs> and then she's back in the sequel yeah there's a there's a different kind of initially the person there's a second AI that's kind of helping you but then he gets evil but he's he's an idiot he's stupid right. so then he doesn't even know what he's doing so it's just it's just stupidly dangerous stuff. And he's like, I think this is good. Because he's trying to be like this GLaDOS character, but he's just like, duh. And then by the end, there's kind of a battle, but
0: the, GLaDOS is just like, be gone. So she, she survives. She's smart, yeah. She survives. So you never know, Portal. You're going to produce another game. <laughs> Bring her back to life. And I'm sure the actress would enjoy that as well. I'd enjoy it. Why'd you do it? You're going to have to be a little more specific. Why did you tell father that I was the one who killed the Avatar? Can't this wait until morning? It can't. (sighs) Fine.
1: You seemed so worried about how father would treat you because you hadn't captured the Avatar. I figured if I gave you the credit, you'd have nothing to worry about. But why? Call it a
0: generous gesture. I wanted to thank you for your help, and I was happy to share the glory. You're lying. You say so. You have another motive for doing this. I just haven't figured out what it is. Please, Zuko. What ulterior motive could I have? What could I possibly gain by letting you get all the glory for defeating the Avatar? Unless, somehow, the Avatar was actually alive. All that glory would suddenly turn to shame and foolishness. But, you said yourself, that was impossible. Sleep well, Zuzu. One of my personal favorites, Azula from Avatar, The Last Airbender, the cartoon series. <laughs> Let's just straighten that out. I don't... Uh, Azula never appears in the film, because the film's only the first series. Mm-hmm. Um, the, oh, she is fantastic. They sort of... they they create a whole fa- sort of a family of villains who don't, they don't think of themselves as villains, of course. They're oh, this yeah. fire nation, they're taking over the world, they're conquerors, basically. Okay. There's a brother and a sister, and the boy wants to impress the dad, and sort of acts like a bad guy in the first series. He kind of breaks down. He doesn't have the sort of emotional strength. He he he's he's torn. He's really it's he has his mother. Some of his mother's good is still in there. Daughter is daddy's baby, and she is a full-on. She's super intelligent. Unbelievably strong in her, you know, her craft of, like, shooting lightning, shooting fire. She always w- She's a winner. She's a yeah. winner, but she always wins. Basically, it's the only full-on sociopath I've ever seen drawn in a cartoon series, and it's a beautiful job, all leading up to a huge final battle near the end of the final series of... The Last Airbender. She is just fantastic. It's voiced by Grey Griffin. The show ran from 2005 to 2008. If you have any interest in anime, even it it sort it borrows from so many things. There's anime in there, there's a little Doctor Who in there, the way that the avatar regenerates okay, over, yeah. and over and over, and you see what the avatar has done through like thousands of years, kind of leading up to now. It has, you know, it has Star Wars in it, it has all kinds. Kinds of things, and but yet it doesn't feel like a ripoff. It's yeah. homage is going through. The artwork is just spectacular, absolutely spectacular. I cannot recommend the show enough. <laughs> Um, she is a unbelievably deep and well-drawn villain. And I it's it's a great, you know, it's a, the gender you would not expect. But what I loved about the show was they did a lot of that kind of work, but they never made a big deal out of it. Like, yeah. look what we're doing. She's a woman. It was never yeah. about that. On the good side and the bad side, they just draw these fantastic characters and let them unfold as they may. Yeah, And it never just felt like a gimmick or like, oh, we got to get a woman in here. Or, mm-hmm. oh, look, we got a woman in here and she's not white like it was never felt like that you know really um because a lot of shows they try to do that but you feel like they're trying to play it up
1: yeah like yeah oh, when you
0: focus that much on yeah my what friend is done. gay i said it's like no don't do that yeah. just have them exist yeah in life you know what i mean and that and that's what i really like about about what the show managed to do
1: yeah like we watched a clip and she's crazy
0: yeah it's very it's like now you saw the final product of her leading up to that she's as cool as a cucumber at all times but of course it finally has to break down yeah and she starts to unravel she loses her mind Yeah, Almost in a way like her brother does earlier on in the season, but much faster and more violent because she's a faster, smarter, and more violent person. Yeah. So her unraveling is very disturbing and it's very quick and she just sort of regresses into a small child. It is so intense for a a youth-oriented show, but it is real. Yeah. And um, it's so much more powerful than simply killing her. And you don't know what's going to happen to her. It's like, what do you do with somebody? Are you thrown in prison for 20 years? She's going to go crazier. Like, what's going to happen? Yeah. It's, it's very, very well done. And it, uh, it never speaks down to its audience, that's for sure. Um, and I thought each each season did get a little more sophisticated. And by the time they were there, it was very sophisticated. Your eyes can be so cool. You're not can live with you. Oh, okay, not everyone will agree with this. How can that be? Is it a great movie? Yes. Not, not yes. really, <laughs> to us it is. <laughs> It's our perfect time frame. Mm-hmm. It's the hottest villain of all time. guys. David Bowie. Oh, my God. Yay. It's a movie full of Muppets. Evil uh, it's, Muppets. It's evil Muppets, good Muppets, David Bowie, Tight Jennifer pants. Connelly kind of being kind of annoying, but she does her best. Yeah, she's a teenager. She's a teen. She goes, oh, my God, hey, my baby stepbrother, somebody take him away right now, the Goblin <laughs> King. And then... To her surprise, turns out all that shit's real. (laughs) And who else would be the Goblin King but David fucking Bowie? And he shows up at a window and scares the shit out of her, and he's like, Hey, why don't you give me that kid right now? Stupid. (laughs) You can have 13 hours to get him back, or he's mine forever. And then her whole backyard just turns into a magical other world. Woohoo! Of a labyrinth. She may have taken some bad drugs school we're not sure what happened or how she got there but then she's there and she has to sort it out and he's sort of like uh portal just shows up in cameos all the way through <laughs> the movie to tell her how bad she's doing and how she's stupid
1: <laughs> i loved it yep if my villain is not constantly chirping at the hero yeah. then i want nothing to do with it yeah him. but yeah he shows up with his tight pants and his oh, crystal
0: balls and his leather jackets his and his wolfy feather teeth jackets and his, and his- hairdo from like gem <laughs> and the holograms his drag face makeup it is his little hairdo at the back has like blue and purple in it it's so yeah. high guys like he's like a 80s barbie doll it's great from what would make a gem doll it's so it's so good and the it the costuming like how good it looks makes up for any problem with the movie. Yeah. There's great songs, because he wrote them all. People always go, oh, Magic Dance the only good song. That is not true. <laughs> There's like Underground, Within You, Chilly Down. That's all his stuff. And you can tell it's David Bowie's. I was like, this is a David Bowie song. <laughs> and you're like, this is the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> I the, the The costumes. They're so good. Like oh, her, the dress she wears.
1: Oh in the my home, god!
0: With the little clock earrings. The
1: clock earrings. Like the dress is twenty feet. Yeah, in any in all directions. It's a
0: shimmering holographic fantasy world. Yeah. And the stuff all in her hair. She's got this yeah. huge, hair, this yeah, huge her hairs. Yeah, hair giant. It's full of ribbons and I jewels mean, and. Is the sexual tension weird between a fifteen-year-old and a forty-year-old? Fuck you. That's what. <laughs> Fuck you. Of course it's weird, but nobody cares. No! Nobody got got away with it because he's not a man, he's a weird elf creature called (laughs) David Bowie. Oh, so Um, good. Yeah, the ballroom scene, the scene, the weird labyrinth scene at the end where they walk up and down on the ceiling, and then he he's... He's sort of wearing this black, like, bondage outfit and that, and then it changes to this gorgeous, like, white owl costume where he lifts his arms and their yeah. like, wings, and I was just- I just wanted a hundred Barbie dolls with all of those outfits. Like, as a kid, I was like, I'm gonna marry that guy. He was like, you're, uh, seven and he's 40. Whatever. He's on coke. It's fine. I'm not interested yeah. in your <laughs> math. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, wonderful.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I mean, as good as he looks, and he looks And he good, looks
0: real damn good.
1: He's still, he's
0: still scary. He like, is intimidating. Like, he's
1: intimidating, like he's not, like, he's a boogie, boogie man he's scary, a but, girl.
0: He's just like, yeah. ha ha ha, you're not as popular as me, I hate you, and you're going to die. It's yeah, great.
1: like, there's still... He's like, you're not just gonna shrug him off to and a be child, like, oh, he's this very guy so, again. scary. Yeah. yeah. To
0: a child, because it's a child's movie, let's not forget that. And he is, it's like a witch. Yeah. It's a male witch wizard who is but, very I mean, intimidating. Any
1: threat he makes, like, he makes good on it. They're yeah. not just a bunch of empty yeah. promises, yeah. like, I'm gonna do this. Oh, wait, no, you know, I got tired of bored or I decided to do Yeah, sing they're a not song. empty threats. Yeah. Like, he's actually a threat. And even though he looks hot, and he wants her baby brother, and he wants her and a fancy outfit. Yeah, he's
0: begging. Shouldn't have eaten that peach, honey. Nope. What was in there? Don't eat strange fruit from we people. Take... God. Yeah, just say no. I know. Like God. this was. What? Okay, I have this. This is 1986. It's the height of just say no. Remember there was I had a little oh, book. Yeah. Just say no car comes up and off you ride what do you do you just say no yeah you nope. walk away she was and she hungry. was just like oh i'll take that weird peach in this weird land from where god knows where Yeah. oh i'm having a total trip out friggin msg msg <laughs> <laughs> it was it was full of msg and lsd it was disgusting. And she ate it and then she went to a magical world of yep. a ballroom that I would never want to leave and she no! smashed that thing. I know, I would have stayed there forever. Yeah, she smashed her like, way out of it. Too bad, bro. I mean, like Enjoy those Waldo onesies forever. That glitter jacket that he was wearing. <laughs> yeah. Every woman at the ball did, Cinderella. <laughs> and you better dance with that.
1: Yeah, I would never leave. Yeah. It'd be fabulous. Be like, well, Looks like you won. Yeah. <laughs> but I won too. No more babysitting. No more shitty stepmom back home. Yeah. yeah. Just princess dream dress yeah. and party all day. A gnome
0: that's painted uh, up like Wolfy teeth. There's no yeah. Painted to Jesus. <laughs> it's just like this purple eyeliner is going right to the sky. It's great. He's not afraid of a highlight because that is like (laughs) highlighted we love it and now on to another 80s classic who are you really I am the servant of the power behind the nothing I was sent to kill the only one
1: who could have stopped the nothing I lost him in the swamps of sadness his name Was a trail. If we're about to die anyway, I'd rather die fighting! Come for me, Gmork! I am a trail! I saw this. This was one of my birthday treat movies oh that I got to see. Here's a th- treat. A
0: dead horse. <laughs> yeah,
1: I got to this. I got to see in the theater for my birthday. After the trauma of Artex dying in the swamps of sadness. Which is like, the worst scene of all time. My god, I still watch that and I cry when that stupid fucking horse dies. He's like, no, don't let the sadness yeah. get to you. And the horse is like, nope, I'm sinking. I'm
0: like, oh my god, where are the tissues? Yeah, and the kid freaks out. Again, the kid if you can get the shit. kid to put in a believable performance, yes, you will lose your mind. because he's just
1: screaming. Yeah. yeah. He continues on his journey. He's got to save all of Fantasia. He goes and he goes, and it's looking bleak. Like, it doesn't look like he's going to be able to put this off, like, pull this off. So... He gets to the city, and he's looking. There's wall paintings. There's a mural of his entire journey and the horse dying again. They're like, remember this? Remember when your horse friend died? Hey, little boy. Yeah. Yeah. So he's looking, and then he finds, like, where he is now. And then the next panel is this terrifying, gigantic, scary fucking wolf in a
0: cave. He turns around. It's Gmork. It's right there. He's right there behind him. See, you know what's interesting is that you said you were pretty scared. Oh my God, yes. You know what almost scared me? I have a, uh, a lifelong obsession with not just time travel, but playing with time. Mm-hmm. What happens if this changes? What happens? If... And I was more afraid that that picture showed him what was going to happen, as it was about that. That's what scared me the most about the scene. I don't know why, yeah. but it creeped the shit out of me watching as a little kid that means, what if you kept looking down the thing you see yourself die? You yeah. know what I mean? And you're like, well, I guess this is, yeah. Oh! But uh, the, it's it's a huge, let's be honest, it's a huge puppet. Yeah. It's a good puppet. It moves, it's little jaw moves around, it's yeah. nose looks like it's wet and it's Yeah, and it's out. all,
1: yeah, Crinkly. And, and-
0: uh, this kid has to have a stunt fight with a huge puppet dog <laughs> and stab it. Stab it right in the heart. Because yeah, he has like, the blood on his hand when yeah. the rock comes out. So it's, yep. it's for kids, again. It's scary. It's intense.
1: But I mean, it's not just, it's a big scary wolf. It's what he's doing. Like, he's not even like the big bad guy. He's like a henchman yeah. of this nothing and the people who are, or not people, but like the force behind the nothing. And he's just like, I'm trying to kill you. I almost tried to, you know, I almost got you. I want nothing but horrible and bad things. Yeah. I'm, that's what I'm working for. They're
0: creatures of darkness. Yeah. It's like, it's, uh, it's sort of, it's like an incarnation of a satanic
1: Yeah, he's thing. just, just focused on yeah. fucking shit up. Yeah. Making
0: everything terrible for everyone.
1: Yeah. And the kid's like, but why? He's like, because, you know, Fantasia is all, like, people's hopes and dreams and everything great, and he's like, I'm gonna destroy this, because people who have no hopes and dreams are easy to control. And you're you like, this is
0: German. This is a German... <laughs> Story, it's it's interesting. I'm I'm, I'm joking. But it's it's actually a very interesting tale of caution that these ger- '80s German folklore created, and it's just like don't let this happen yeah. because we know what happens. When this happens, I, I really thought it was very interesting. You could tell. I mean, the movie is European as fuck. Yeah, it because is. Because really, what yeah. what American movie would make the lead kid who's like eleven sexy? Not here. <laughs> and they did. They were just like, yeah, he's not hot enough. Just open up that shit. You're like, that is a small child. But they did it, and they get away with it because the kid's great. Yeah, he's he, great. He's so good. All the kids in it are great. Yeah, they, the, the little is boy good? reading the book. Oh yeah, the kid. Yeah, I'm reading the book. And then the NATO. He's not. He's just an actor with sort of a tan skin, but um, he does a great job. But he's sort of little boy's alter ego. Mm-hmm. He's a he kid wishes he was brave, wishes yeah. he was strong. The empress, fabulous. She's so good. Yeah. Let's not talk again about what happened after this.
1: Yeah, again, more sequels yeah, just sequels to be that, ignored um, and
0: forgotten. Yeah, that did not work out. But yeah. this first one is a little classic for sure. Like
1: yeah. there's a lot of emotions that
0: <laughs> you, <laughs> you are forced to feel while watching this.
1: There's like, hey, my mom's dead. Oh, I got billied at school. Oh, fuck this, I'm gonna read this book. Oh, the horse dies. Oh, there's a wolf. Oh my <laughs> god, there's this. Oh, he lost his luck dragon. Everything's Child's hopeless.
0: Weep all the way from reading the book. You're just like, this is long. This is intense. How long is that little boy up there? Why does nobody realize he's missing? Because his dad doesn't care really though? I mean, he gives him
1: shit at breakfast. He's he like, does. do your math. Stop drawing horses. And he's like, they were unicorns. He's like, what? And he's like, nothing, dude." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just yeah, like- I wouldn't get, get into
0: that with that dad. That's, yeah, the a, uh, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> but
1: yeah, the dad doesn't care. Yeah, because he ditches class. Yeah, because he's up and in And then there. he gets- it's he's dark. up in the attic. Yeah, yeah it's because dark out. He ditches class and then is like, school's over and it's like, I could go home. And he's like, I'm gonna finish this book. I've got a lunch pack. It's fine. Novel. There's a big storm. He gets like up in the attic yeah, and lights candles. Yeah, that's a
0: fire hazard. Yeah. Yeah. But nobody, nobody ever comes looking for. Him. But he saves Fantasia. By the way, Labyrinth. And Neverending Story. If you haven't seen them, great. you have to just put a band-aid over that. Just watch it. Even, you know, just give them a try. Labyrinth may be a little confounding to people who weren't around at the time, but at least go through, watch the numbers, look at the costumes. Jennifer's a little trying, if you don't aren't familiar with the movie.
1: Well, yeah, she's just very whiny she's teenage teenager. She's very whiny.
0: And well,
1: even up. Bowie just says, he's like, I have literally given you everything yeah. you've <laughs> asked for. Yeah.
0: Jesus Spoiled his Christ. Christ. <laughs> and NeverEnding Story, though, is absolutely charming. Wonderful film. Love it. Love it. You'll love it. Your kid will love it if you got a kid around. Just do it.
1: Can you hear me, Morpheus? I'm going to be
0: honest with you. I hate this place, this zoo, this prison, this reality, whatever you want to call it. I can't stand it any longer. It's the smell. If there is such a thing, I feel saturated by it. I can taste you stink. Every time I do, I fear that I have somehow been infected by it. It's repulsive, isn't it? I must get out of here. I must get free. Agent Smith, The Matrix, 1999. Again, let's not talk about what happened later. (laughs) 1999, The Matrix, Hugo Weaving, what a performance. That guy's amazing. I, I love him. I He's love so it. good. I am not a big fan of the Hobbit films. I like uh, the. Uh, sorry, what was the first one? Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Those two. But I went to the first one because Hugo was in it, and then he was in it for five minutes, and I wanted to die. <laughs> but um, it, when I saw the Matrix. It sort of he was bothering not his performance but I was going where do I know this guy where do I know this guy from Priscilla Queen of the Desert <laughs> but how would you ever make that connect like no one has been more different Yeah It took me half the movie to go oh wait a minute it's the guy from the fucking gay bus movie which is a, <laughs> also actually a great movie not sci-fi just give it a give it a try <laughs> The Range is almost unbelievable
1: Speaking like people like we have talked about earlier, people who just
0: consistently
1: deliver amazing stuff. Yeah, you know, you hire that guy, you're gonna get something good. There's no questionable kind of performance ever. It's just always he shows up and he's like, boom, perfection. There you go. You're welcome.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Then he did have. An insanely well-written part as well, so that always helps. A good performance is actual words that are good and <laughs> make sense instead of them having to cover, try to cover how silly something is. Yeah, I knew we talked about you know me. I went to the first weekend. It was sort of a sort of a blip that I even went the first, Like didn't really know what it was. We laughed at the commercials skiing. It was such a goof. <laughs> and I think it was it was during his interrogation scene that I started to realize that not only was this really cool and everything, but I was watching a very special movie. Yeah. The writing was just on point, and uh, it was one of those, like, not that many words said, but, like, the picture painted, Mm -hmm. and the point got across so clear. That is not easy. You want to just, like like, paint the wall with words, and just exposition, yeah. exposit, and they didn't have to, it was just like, this is what's going on, and here's exactly what I'm gonna say, and it's not that much, and you just go, whoa, I just got the full picture there.
1: He's an AI, but, I mean, he's angry, and he's bitter, and he's, he, he hates it there, he's resentful of them for
0: making him be there, yeah. he just wants to leave, and... Well, it's just like he says, you're a virus, it's an awful disease, I just want to pour bleach on it, get rid of it, get the hell out of here. And it's really the first time he's totally honest, and instead of making him, quote, more vulnerable, it makes him scarier, and that's a trick, too. Yeah. Instead of having a bad guy sort of break down, and you just go, "Oh, oh my god, so under this icy exterior is someone who's insane with rage, which doesn't really relax you. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, yeah. And it's an AI who's full of rage. It's a yeah. really great yeah. concept. And he just hates these fucking humans. Just yeah. like, get rid of this. It's just filthy Yeah, it's and gross. It's, it's
1: ruining my day. Yeah. I have to do this horrible job because he's smarter than everyone. He knows what's going on more than anyone else. Yeah. He's just faster and just better. And he's angry. You know, he's not, like, you can't fight him when he can dodge bullets.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Unless you're the one. Unless you're the one, then. You know, recently I did sit through all three again. All three. And the the two sequels weren't as repulsive as I found them when I first saw them. <laughs> but they really do seem extraneous, and Why? They, you know, they had some, and I, it was sort of, sort of like, while well, watching the third one, I'm watching it come toward, you know, grind to a halt. I thought it was never gonna be over. But I sort of, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, the Wachowskis and what they're trying to put across. And I sort of thought, I see what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I see the message you're trying to put across, but why was it five more hours? Like, it is just yeah. such a time commitment. Yeah. And not that much more happens. And the stuff that does happen to me, wasn't as satisfying like the stuff with agent smith like they ruined agent smith a little bit yeah making him just he's like i'm gonna virus myself and there's a million of them that's not more scary that's less scary it's less
1: scary and you can't have have the character in the first one say i hate the human race because it's a virus and then say
0: I'm gonna hey, I'm going right. to make
1: myself a virus. And, and I, I think they were solve. sort of
0: trying to say that he was going insane a little bit. And that's he, why he'd been cut off. Like, he wasn't part of the thing anymore. Yeah. But all of that... Took his power away. I, I don't know. Yeah, it was wasn't. Disappointing. He wasn't as scary in
1: the other one. Yeah, I almost but... felt
0: like they should have maybe just get rid of him. If you, if you're gonna do that to the character, yeah. but I mean, of course, then Hugo wouldn't get his check. And then, you know, <laughs> I get, I get that. Some of those fights, I'd actually forgotten how ridiculous they were. They're, over they're he's the like dog piling. Uh, yeah, uh, Keanu, and it just like yeah, it it's just all looks... the shit they managed to avoid in the first one. Yeah, it was like here it comes. It's it's a it's a Sega game.
1: Less is more. One agent smith in the first one is a thousand times better than a million agent smiths in the sequel
0: but you can still always enjoy the original and i like so like just amazing i will watch that anytime anytime it is it's a very special film i think it far more than any sequel or prequel was our star wars yeah Uh, you know what i mean that's what i thought when it came out i was like this is the first this is a star wars this is so special and Mm -hmm. so unique that it is gonna stand the test of time and And it it does just a word about lana because she's the one that's sort of behind like sense eight and stuff as well and what i find interesting now just in case you don't realize these these started as the wachowski brothers uh one of them transitioned from male to female as The Matrix was going on. And then more recently found out the other one, trans, which I found fascinating because it's like, is this this is a genetic thing. Very interesting, but nonetheless, I just wish I saw Lana uh, do a speech um, at like a trans sort of gathering, like where say, the speech that she did was you it was like a, the speech of a genius. And I just thought, what a shame we get to see Caitlyn Jenner, acting like an asshole. Sorry, like, you... I respect the fact that you transitioned, but I still think you're a terrible and quite stupid person. Yeah. You know, and yet we have somebody like Lana. Lana's the kind of person, and of course she doesn't want to be on fucking Vanity Fair in a bikini. Like, she's not an idiot. But these are the kind of people that the trans community needs to see succeeding in what they do... And being incredibly brilliant people. So I just want to slits it's a little political. I just want to slip that in because I really so admired that speech and I think their work was amazing. And watching The Matrix now, I find it so interesting because I see those themes of like, I'm trapped in the wrong body. Mm-hmm. That's it. This is what I look like in life, but this is what I am on the inside. Like yeah. all of that is in there. And what a, a great way to tell it in, sort of, like, in very Star Trek. Like, we're going to tell the story, but in a different mm-hmm. way. And it's only now that I know their background. I look at it and go, oh, my God, this is a brilliant way to tell this. Like, you have the Matrix, and then you have the real world. And this is you in the Matrix, and this is you here. Well, even
1: the Switch character was supposed to be one gender in the real world and another in the Sailor, Matrix. Sailor
0: Moon style. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then, yeah. The you studio, know, the studio's like... That's confusing. That oh, uh, yeah. no. So, she's kind of a
0: masculine-looking
1: female, they made a, and, a, a, but yeah,
0: they made a sort of gender-neutral yeah. type person. Originally, that's how it was. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she's called
1: Switch for Christ's sake.
0: Yeah, it, that's that's great. And I but I and I do think too with Sense Eight she's been able to go that far, and she has a trans character. And again, it's not about that. That's what I love about it. Mm-hmm. She's just in there doing her thing. She's a computer. Per, she's very neo-esque. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, they don't make that big a deal out of it. Basically, it does come up because it's she has to call on people who knew her long like before and all of that kind of you see your picture come up and you know the actress that uh, she's right she's an actual trans person and she's let them use those images because you can obviously tell it's her but I mean transition successful let's just say that <laughs> you, you wouldn't know yeah they do put it into the show but it's not again, it's not a gimmick, and that's what I liked about it. And there are many other characters, and she's one of a cast of characters. Yeah, but it's very ensemble At least because thing. this is like a Netflix thing, it was just like, you do whatever you want, and no studio's gonna come in and say, that's too much. Yeah. We're not comfortable with it. And it, it works. It's like, there's nothing to be uncomfortable about. It's great, and these are- Extraordinary characters and some of the people are gonna do extraordinary things. But uh yes, yeah, so there's our rant on the matrix once again. <laughs> we love it. Hugo, love him, you really helped Keanu jack it up a notch.
1: Yeah. Their and interrogation
0: again. was pretty remember their, their interrogation at the beginning where yeah. his mouth closes. Yeah. That's the first time the movie goes sideways where something happens that's yeah, like surreal. That's, that's weird, and yeah. it scares your, the pants off of you. Yeah. You know, Keanu gave a good performance. But in yeah, that first again, one. it's
1: the villain balancing out the hero like not even just the character but the actors themselves right they play off each other and they make everything better
0: What a time we've had <laughs> our villains, our Keanu Reeves, our Hugo Weavings. That, all, that primal scream of Khan, I hope it reverberates through the ages, because it deserves to. After Bill is gone, after, Aww. you know, and that, hey, that might be a, he's probably going to outlive the both of us. He's going to speak at our funeral, but, <gasps> Yay. you know, I just think, I hope it lives forever. It is just the the most just of <laughs> a sci-fi classic moment. We would like to thank you so much for joining us once again. We're having a great time. We hope you enjoy listening to our mildly insane ramblings, <laughs> but we got a couple of interesting points across kids. So you should look up those films, give them a watch and we're looking forward to seeing you the next time. We'll be back. So thanks so much. Bye. Bye.
1: Well, cadets, that concludes our journey to the dark side. Thanks again for listening and spending your time with Jericho Lala and myself, Bunny Sunnydale. If you have any questions or comments or would just like to get a nerdy conversation going, we would love to hear from you, so please make contact with us on Facebook and Twitter. You can also check out our website at popularparallax.weebly.com. Original music and Popular Parallax theme by Ken Chamberlain. Be sure to join us next month for this spectacular holiday edition of The Popular Parallax. Be bold and have fun!